Welcome back to the Conversation Machines podcast. Today's episode is titled, Is Your Bank Account Ready for the Next War? Let's jump right into it. We're all affected by the war in Ukraine. From recession, to inflation, to possible unemployment, the list really goes on. However, there is another war that could be diverting our attention in the near future. A war which could take the little savings you have left and cause them to disappear completely. A war which could destroy all that's left. And there's not a lot left. We've heard of the turmoils that have been going on in the Middle East for many decades. But did you know that there was a severe conflict between the countries of Israel and Iran? And did you know that possibly this year or the next, they could go to war? Well, now you do, so let's start a conversation about it. First, let's go through a history of the conflict between Israel and Iran. This is a little known fact, but Israel and Iran were actually cooperative nations. Iran was the second Muslim-majority country to recognize Israel as a sovereign state. In other words, Iran was leading the charge to gain Israel its independence. Things seemed okay, but after a while, and after Iran's Islamic Revolution in the year of 1979, relations with Israel were severed. And in fact, they went back on their recognition. There was a power grab in the Middle East in the 90s, where Iran and Israel found themselves butting heads once again. And this is where things really spiraled out of control. There have been massive amounts of hostile remarks shared between the two countries, an alarming number of assassinations and bombings between them, and most frighteningly, nuclear war escalations through Iranian research and Israeli doctrines, which we will get into. This talk of nuclear war is not exaggerative by any means. Iran has been open about their efforts to research nuclear technology and eventually construct nuclear bombs. On the other hand, Israel has a policy known as the Begin Doctrine going back to the 1960s. This doctrine states, and I'm paraphrasing, that Israel will attack any enemy that acquires capabilities of producing weapons of mass destruction. They feel that this affects national security, and so to prevent their enemies from gaining the upper hand, they choose to attack in a preventative manner. It's starting to become clear when, where, how, and why this collision between Israel and Iran will happen. So what does this mean in 2022? What developments have taken place, and what can we expect going forward? I'll split this up into three parts. Nuclear, gas, and society. We'll begin with nuclear. Reports have come out that Iran is building tunnels to safeguard themselves from nuclear attacks. Even more worrisome, just last month, Iran turned off 27 of the cameras that the United Nations uses for monitoring their nuclear activities and research. Before we start sounding the alarms, Iran's reason for turning off these cameras was because those specific cameras were voluntary. They still have the cameras relating to the deal they made with the International Atomic Energy Agency, which is part of the United Nations and ensures peaceful use of nuclear technology. However, if Iran is picking up steam with nuclear capabilities and wants to hide some of their progress, we already know what's going to happen. Israel, according to their almost 60-year-old doctrine, clearly states that they will have to invade any enemies with capabilities to produce weapons of mass destruction. In fact, Israel already implemented the Begin Doctrine on one of their enemies. In 1981, Israel attacked an unfinished French-Iraqi nuclear reactor. They, being the Israelis, were suspicious about the purpose of the reactor. For Iraq, 
This reactor would have been for scientific research, but for Israel, this reactor represented a threat of national security because it could have armed Iraq with nuclear weapons capable of destroying Israel. It seems history is repeating itself, this time with Iran, and this time, this research is escalating to extremely dire situations. While nuclear war is destructive to the entire planet in terms of fallout and explicit destruction, it's even more daunting to consider the inevitability of this situation. Next, we turn to oil. The US has already imposed sanctions on Iran, making their relations more strained than ever before. These two countries have had no diplomatic relations since the 1980s. That's almost 40 years. If Iran wanted, they could pull the plug on everything, making the turmoils going on in the West even more anarchic and difficult. Iran has the fourth largest reserve of oil. Now, Russia is already under crushing sanctions, ridding our Western world of Russian oil and hiking the prices up to all-time highs. You may already see where I'm going with this. Since oil is being used as a sort of weapon, what happens if Israel, which is a strong ally of the United States, invades Iran and in response, Iran stops supplying their oil to the West? That's right, those prices that are already ludicrously high could soar to unprecedented levels. If you feel priced out of driving right now, I can't imagine how the majority of people would feel when they're paying possibly 10 to $15 per liter. Obviously, this is speculation, but thinking about how these situations could turn out is important for planning and conversation. If gas prices rise, how do you think people who can barely afford to drive would respond? How does the government respond to the already out of control gas situation if this happens? Finally, let's conjecture how society would respond. I think I'd be correct in saying that no one wants another war, or any war to begin with for that matter. We pray for those caught in the unnecessary conflicts. We hate seeing images of bloodied civilians and destroyed buildings on the television. This Russia-Ukraine war has been the first glimpse of the horrific nature that humans can impose on each other, specifically for Gen Z, and we don't want a sequel. If gas prices skyrocket and people are priced out, gas stations could be raided and petrol could start being stolen from vehicles. Imagine not being able to park your car in the driveway for fear of it being raided or having the petrol stolen. These insurmountable fears could induce panic, anxiety, and depression amongst the population. If people literally cannot afford to drive, work from home would have to be reinstated again, and or stimulus checks provided. I think it's important for people to realize the geopolitical events that could reshape our world and our way of living. This episode was written as a call to action, not for governments, but for civilians. Next steps, which I would highly recommend, are the following. First, research these situations in greater detail because there may be more you want to know or more information available for you to better plan. Second, start putting more money towards gas and other necessities. We really don't know when these situations will occur. Thus, planning and budgeting will alleviate slightly the burden of these high prices. Lastly, please spread the message. It's important for you to understand it, but we should be prepared as a society for these events taking place. You'd be surprised how many people simply aren't aware of the potential disasters waiting to happen. Spreading this video or simply sharing these news stories with others can help prepare thousands and millions for the looming crisis of Iran and Israel going to war. 
If people aren't aware of these increasing tensions between Israel and Iran, this is surely a wake-up call. Planning for a disaster is the best way to mitigate it, or in other words, praying for the best and preparing for the worst. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Conversation Machines podcast. Feel free to use these topics to start the conversations you find interesting and important to you. I severely stand by my motto, the more we talk about what future we want, the more likely we are to build a future that we need. Maybe informing about potential futures will help us build a more peaceful, more productive world. As always, thank you for listening to this episode and hope to see you next time.